Hello, and welcome to Outer Spaces, a podcast dedicated to empowering designers and contractors in the outdoor living space. Through this show, we hope to create a powerful resource for you, someone who is trying to grow their company but might not have all the tools and processes to do so. On Outer Spaces, we are passionate about breaking the chains of small mindsets and helping contractors just like you take control of their businesses and their lives. My name is Joshua Gillow. And I'm Dwayne Drawn. Through our 40 years of combined dirt under the nails experience, we look forward to sharing tips, strategies, and other contractor success stories here on the Outer Spaces podcast. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Outer Spaces podcast. This is your host, Joshua Gillow, alongside my trusty sidekick here, Dwayne Drawn. What's going on out in Chicagoland, Dwayne? What's going on, my man? We are cloudy, no rain, but cloudy. And just like any other time, I had to scrub a flight this week. You know, I I guess that's the Chicago thing. Like, I, I'm going to get a T-shirt and say, I scrubbed my flight today, you know? <laughs> you need to get a boat instead. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. I'm going to fly over. Yeah, boat. You know, I guess it would be it would be kind of nice to have a boat too, like a boat or a camper. I guess us us thrill seekers, we we like shit like that. Like I was even thinking about going back to get me another motorcycle too, you know what I mean? And my wife is thinking like, no. She's probably going to leave me. If I get the motorcycle, she's going to leave me. You know what I mean? The, yeah. the airplane is one thing, but I think the motorcycle is going to really tip it off and she's she's going to be out. We need a motorcycle to drive out to your airplane. Come on, seriously. We've seen that in like every yeah. movie, right? <laughs> Isn't that badass, bro? Like you pull up and your shit is just huffing. Rah, 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 and you just, you know what I mean? You pull up to the airplane. You know what I mean? That, exactly. That's some, people are looking like that's a stud right there, you know? I want to see the day, and I wanna, I'm want i going to be the guy filming this, the day you ride up on your badass chopper, fly up next to that airplane as it's moving, jump the fuck off your bike into the pilot seat and take the fuck <laughs> off while moving, man. That That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I'm going to cancel our train, friendship. But... <laughs> I'm going to cancel our friendship, dude. I'm already <laughs> running outside in five degree weather with t-shirt on and shorts just because of some shit you text me one day. I'm going to cancel <laughs> our friendship. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. I need to All live right, well, to tell a story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, cool, man. Today, so today, you know, we're going to talk about something that we both have learned in the past and it's it's this concept of confidence, right? And today we're going to share with you the number one way to build confidence. And that's in confidence in business, that's confidence in life, that's confidence in anything you take on. There's just such a fundamental understanding of this. Once you, we finish up here in the podcast, you're going to have a lot more information to work with and really understand why it's hard to build confidence. And then once you build it, how to hold it. Because it's not something you just give. It's not something you're born with. Some people, it seems that way. It makes it easier. Sometimes you see somebody just looks like they're always confident, but they work to get that muscle. That's not something that just came to them one day. They woke up and they were confident. That's a mindset. So oftentimes people think it's just something, again, that you're born with, and it's not. So, you know, the biggest thing you have to ask yourself when it comes to confidence, why should I have confidence? What does confidence matter? Why, why does it even mean anything, right? So, Dwayne, what does confidence mean to you? You know... I was listening to the word you said. You said you're not born with confidence. I want to beg to differ just a little bit. I think kids, actually, if you really want confidence, I think we need to start going back and watching their little asses and watch kids because them little things will jump off cliffs. They will pop willies on a tricycle. I mean, they will hang off a shower curtain. 
And what happens is I think it's the grownups that steals the confidence from us. It's the fear that they've been taught from somebody. It's like this reverse cycle that's been going on for hundreds of years and we can't stop it anymore. Like, like we only, we have to wake up from it and stop letting it control us. But I really think, and, and I don't mean to counter what you're saying, but I sort of feel kids are born with it and it's the grownups that takes it away from them. stop. No, don't stop. No, don't stop. No, don't. And they just started, they stopped believing in themselves because I remember as a kid, I thought I could do anything. Like I thought I could be a pilot as a kid. I really thought that like I could go fly a plane. Like, and then I came a grown up and like, you can't do that. You're not smart enough. You don't have math. You don't have money. Da, 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 da. And so you have to have confidence in order to do anything you're doing in life. You got to believe in yourself. And I think that's a lot of the issues that we're seeing within. And it's not just contractors. I'm just seeing people in general, just they don't have enough confidence in themselves to do the simplest mundane task. No, I agree. I agree, Dwayne. And, and, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll volley back at you with this and, and saying, look, <laughs> I look at it from that perspective, watching my kids, you know, they, they have no fear. They are full confidence in all of that stuff. And you're right. When it comes to, uh, when it comes to parents trying to do the best thing for their kids, that they start to instill their own insecurities into their children. Like if, if the, if the parent had been burnt on a, you know, with hot water or something like that, it's so deep within them that they want to protect their children from the hot water. So they are always over, you know, trying to keep them safe around water kind of over controlling in that sense and then that bears into the kid that hot water means big danger don't touch it and that just lives with them and eventually fucks them up later when they look at hot water you know what i mean so i definitely agree on that angle for sure but you know societally you know if that's even a word the society teaches you what you should and shouldn't do and they start to give you this this sense of what is right and what is wrong your parents do it your influences families friends all of that starts to do it but it eventually erodes more and more of any confidence you were you know, that you had as a child now I think a lot of confidence in children comes from parents who give them a more leash. You know what I mean? I think that if, you know, when we raise our children, it's more about, all right, guys, look, we're going to teach you how to do it once. We're going to put you in a safe environment, you know, a safe environment, you know, crocodiles running around and we'll pet them kind of thing. You know what I mean? But it's more about give them an environment where they can fail and they can fail and learn as opposed to always trying to keep it nice where they always win and everybody gets a fucking trophy. Like all that bullshit is out of the window. Like let's teach them. You know, my, my youngest and people will laugh at this, but my youngest has had a, a benzomatic blowtorch since he was five years old, his own. He's been very safe with fire since he was young and we, he wanted it. So we said, okay, let's do this. We taught him the things you should do, the things you shouldn't do. And he only grabbed the hot end one time and he learned that side is hot. That's not good. And he moved on, you know what I mean? But now he is the safest person I even know around fire. And he's 11 years old now, right? It's because he was given the supervised environment to have risk. And so many parents don't do that. They think they're doing their kids justice by by rubberizing their world and keeping them safe from every possible danger. But the problem is they're not teaching them anything. They're not t letting the child learn. People learn best by making mistakes, damn it. Don't try to protect them from mistakes. Let them make them so they can finally learn from them. That's why they'll grow up smarter. They won't grow up a bunch of dumbasses that are that are constantly hooked in the tit. You know what I mean? They always have to be tied to something or someone has to take care of them or this whole entitlement bullshit. It's not that at all. It's, it's more about them growing and being humans that can solve problems. I know I'm going on a bit of a tangent here. We're getting me fired up about this one. <laughs> so anyway, 
I do believe that that kids definitely have more of that confidence in them and the world does beat them down. But the question then is, that's great that, that we realize this, but now as an adult, how do you flip the script? How do you get the confidence that you want or that you've always you know, thought you could potentially have or feel like you're missing out on life because you see the confident ones running more successful businesses, having more successful relationships, having more success in life and joy and happiness and spirituality. How do we flip the script? How do we get back that confidence or how do we get to confidence if we've never had it? That's what we're going to talk about. Go to a UPW. Go to a UPW. Yeah, no doubt. No (laughs) doubt, baby. Sign up for Tony Robbins UPW and get jacked out of your ass. That's and right. your heart beats to it can't to it to it shakes your whole body and that's how you get your confidence back and then you got to sign up for every episode of outer spaces podcast and that's you're gonna right get your confidence that, back too by listening up. So. <laughs> yeah 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 it's a good yeah. you're gonna get your confidence back with that too that last week episode was pretty dope too yeah it was it was pretty sick yeah so some things to think about okay so if you want to build confidence back in yourself you're an adult kind of wallowing around in the world either kind of bitching about your business that's not growing as fast as you want it to, or you know, you your personal life, whatever is not doing as well as you want it to 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 do or to be, you know, the first question you gotta ask yourself is, would you be friends with you? Think about it. Yeah, you know, I don't even have to think about that. In in a confident, not arrogant way, I really think I'm like the coolest motherfucker in the world. You know what I mean? So being friends with me is your your life is just going to get better. Cause if you're competing with me, you're wasting your time because I actually want to see you do good too. So if you're friends with me, you just know that the only thing, the only hard part about being friend, my friend actually said this to me back in the day. The only hard part about being friends with me, I push the fuck out of you. You know what I mean? So if you are my friend, I sorta and my wife tells me to stop doing it, but I, I'm not. I'm not just not gonna do it. If we're friends, we're gonna fucking go after it every day. Like, and so I push hard. I think I met you as a friend and you actually push harder than me. Like I thought I was a pusher. You wake up at three o'clock in the morning. Like, hey, dude, let's do that. I'm like, man, what the fuck is wrong with this guy at three in the morning? You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 you don't stop. You know what I mean? I'm like, I thought I was bad. This guy is like times 10 more than me. So yeah, I, I would be my friend all the matter of fact, I'm looking for more people to be friends like me. And I, don't, I hope that's not arrogant, but I'm the shit, you know? I hear you, brother. There's nothing <laughs> yeah. wrong with that at all. It's good to, to, to love yourself and to know that you have value to give. And that's where a lot of us are lost. You know, a lot of people are lost. And I was for a while as well, you know, and didn't yeah. have that clarity. And, and years ago, if somebody would ask me that question, would, would you be friends with you? I would have said, not really. I wasn't really happy. I look in the mirror. I didn't like what looked back at me. I wasn't proud of it. I looked, I'm like, yeah. okay, I could do better, but never did. Right. And just, yeah. just said, this is what life's about until I realized that, if I work at it each and every day that I have the ability to go back to that confident level and love who I look at in the mirror and not from an egotistical standpoint, it's not the point. It's not anything we're talking about here. This is about just having, you know, a connection with yourself. that's very positive and a very positive self image, regardless of your shape or size, but looking at yourself, looking at your soul and not just looking at what others might judge you as fuck what they think. Who cares? It's about looking at that person in the mirror and being like, you know what? You're going to crush it today. You're going to change people's lives today. You're going to serve today. You're going to get out there and help people today. That's yeah. all life's about. It's those things, right? So that's, that's the first question. Would you be friends with you? And it's a question that uh, you guys listening, ask yourself, would you be friends with you? Another question you can ask is, do you truly trust yourself to deliver? Yeah. When you make... That's... Yeah. Joshua, this is one that 
this is I think this is where you have to have that really good friend that does this to you and it's not afraid like there are some things that I naturally normally do and I think it's okay and there are some things that you and I will have conversations you'll say some things and I'm like huh maybe I need to stop doing that and start paying attention to that or maybe I should pay more attention to this and simple shit you know what I mean that I think it's okay and I'm starting to look back like dude if you really trust yourself and you're really honoring your word you got to start honoring your word. And I, I was at the, one of the Landmark Forum events last year. And it was like where you could work. It wasn't last year. It was COVID last year, but year before. But you can actually go work there and be like a host. and But you get to listen in. And it was so powerful. To, and I even wrote it. As a matter of fact, I even posted on Facebook and you commented on it. And that's where I got it from. It was she said, you don't begin to change your life until you start honoring your word. Like, you don't trust yourself until you start doing. If you say you're going to do something and you don't do it and put it off, every single time you put it off, you take a notch back. And, uh, and when you start doing what you say you're going to do to yourself, that's actually when you start honoring yourself and honoring your word. And it's some powerful shit because most people don't even think about it. Now, I'll do it and I'll put it off. I mean, down to as simple as washing the clothes. You mean, OK, I'm going to wash my socks and underwear tonight. And I don't do them. Okay, now it screws up everything tomorrow. You mean I'm out of whack because I didn't do them. Like, you got to do the things you say you're going to do to yourself. No, you're spot on with that, Dwayne. That's where it all, this is the, 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 the crux of everything here is the fact that if you say something, right? A lot of people get stuck in this world of shoulds, right? And Tony says it best. People, they say should, 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 and they end up shooting all over themselves, right? They're just constantly saying, I should do this. I should do that. I should lose some weight. I should exercise. I should grow my business. I should read a book. I should do a, you know, go to a seminar. I should take a class. I should, should, should. And they don't. And each time they say should, it's another way of just kicking themselves in the nuts or in the guts or whatever. You know what I mean? It's just one more example of how you're not following through. And that, that accumulates over time. And you, you distrust your own word. And when you distrust your own word, how can anybody else trust you if you don't trust yourself? Right? That's, that's the number one piece. So when you're able to take those shoulds and make them musts, and you say, I must get this done by this date. I must do this because I have a strong why, or you know, I, wanna, I must grow my business by this much, or I must grow my relationship with my family by this much, whatever your you know, metric is for that. Once you start saying must and putting dates on things, and then you start working toward a plan to make that happen you will be blown away, absolutely blown away by how much confidence you get back and how much better you feel. So again, it's keeping your word, living and dying by your word, period. We say that to all of our clients, flat out in our, in our discussion with them in the beginning in our discovery call, that we live and die by our word, period. And it's not some stupid salesy bullshit that you're like, oh, wow, somebody finally lives by their word. I hate, you know, designers and contractors who just say a bunch of stuff and don't actually show up or do it or don't mean it. It's because... Our entire team here at Master Plan is the same way. We live and die by our word. We say it, it's done. All of our, our specialists, the same way. Say it, it's done. That's just how we roll. That is part of our wiring. That is part of our core principles that we work with here. So when we have clients that don't do the same thing, we know that they really aren't going to be a good fit. You know, if they don't show up to meetings or they don't, uh, both decision makers are on the calls when they say they're going to be. It's like their word means shit to them and to me too. So it, it's really important for you to come around as a human being and decide. It, it's always a decision. Do I really trust my own word? And if I want to trust my own word and build my self-confidence so I can get up happier in the morning, excited to go out and crush the day, to help, to serve, to give, 
to, to become uh, more each and every day. If you want that, then you're going to have to start inside. You got to start inside, taking those shoulds, shutting them off, finding a few of those shoulds, sifting through them and finding a few that you really want to achieve or finish or do, call them musts and get them done. Lock down a time frame, lay out a plan, get it done. And that might sound tough. Just pick one or two. The, the, the effect of that, the ripple effect in your life is massive. You know, a small sidebar example here. You know, each morning I spend about two hours working on my mind, body, and soul. That is non-negotiable, right? So five days a week when I'm working, that's what it is. So between 7 and 9 a.m., I go running. I sometimes work out with my wife as well. I then do meditation. I do uh, gratitude. And we also do some other things as well, right? But that's a non-negotiable. And I do this constantly. Same things over and over again. I mix it up here and there a little bit. I dance, I sing, I do all kinds of crazy shit, right? But that's what starts my day. And when that starts my day, there are many days when I wake up and be like, yeah, today, you know, I just don't really feel like it. I'm human, right? I don't really feel, I'm just going to skip it today. And sometimes I do. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you I'm perfect. Sometimes I do. Sometimes it's two days that I skip because I'm just not feeling up to it. But you know what? By that third day, I'm already starting to feel it. Confidence is starting to wane a little bit because that promise that I made to myself that two hours a day are for me is now going away. And then I pick it back up on that third day and just cram through and I put another three, four, five days in after that. And all of a sudden the levels start coming back up because now I'm back to trusting what I said I was going to do. Like when I'm running, I will make a course in my head of where I'm going to run, right? I target a certain mileage for the day. I, I target a certain hills, it's very hilly here. So I'm like, do I want to go with the really insane hills or do I want to do like a little less? My mind immediately kicks in and says, go for the flattest, go for the flattest. That little devil on their shoulder says, go for the flattest run, make it as quick as possible and get back in here so you can start working. And you know what? I don't listen to him, right? <laughs> he used to get through, he doesn't get through anymore. And I say, okay, if that's the case, you want to go flat, we're going for the hardest trail then. And it might sound stupid. It might sound like hyperbole, but at the end of the day, guys, when you can do that and flip that script in your head and your body wants to do one thing and you're like, nope, sorry, I'm in control here. We're going the hardest way. And you do that and then you do what I call add-ons. If it keeps bitching, I keep adding on to it. I'm like, what else you got to say? What else you want, right? And it, it sounds like you're, you've got multiple personalities, but trust me, there is so much power. Anybody that works out a lot or does any kind of distance or anything like that, they get this, right? You just have to fight that demon in your head and we all face it. We all deal with it. But when that demon wins, when you take the easy route, Believe it or not, it's another chip on out of your confidence bucket, if you will, or whatever. So much water out of your confidence bucket because it's slowly showing the devil that, yeah, you're willing to give in to him all the time, whatever it takes, right? But when you keep pushing him off and you keep saying, no, this is going to be my way. This is what I'm doing. I've already set this in course. This is where I'm going. This is what I'm going to achieve today. This is the, the course I'm going to run. This is what I'm going to do to finish up my day. This is what I'm going to crush on my list of, of to-dos today. They got to get nailed down. This is how well I'm going to do with it. And you do that or better, your confidence goes through the roof. But when you flip it backwards and you listen to that bitch and you're like, and he's like, oh, you can't run that far. Why would you want to be, you know, why would you want to be tired? Like you could be in the office working, sitting in your chair, like, and you, and you fall prey to that. The rest of your day, believe it or not, just starts to suck a little bit more. Yeah, Dwayne, yeah. have you felt that before? Dude, it's an amazing confidence builder just to do that. Like, if I had to give one tip just for this podcast today, and if somebody's just starting from just absolute nowhere, you know what I mean? Like, they're just, life is in chaos, and they just said, I need some fucking confidence. Write down something that you know you're going to do today, and when you accomplish the thing that you know you're going to do, check it off. 
Yep. And then call me up. Matter of fact, my cell phone number is 614-288-8857. Just text me and tell me how you feel after you do that. Do your confidences through the roof when you do something. And it's funny you just brought that up. Just Sunday, I went to go bike riding. And it was like half raining and not raining. And so I'm like, I checked the weather and it looked like it was going to be clear for three hours. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do like this 30 something mile ride and I'll be all right. So I get out there five miles into it. It's pouring. And then at the sixth or seventh mile spot, I was at a crossroads where I could actually make a cut and do a 15 mile ride. And that just that went through my head. Like if you bitch out now, you're going to be pissed all day long. So I made the left turn and I finished the 37 mile ride. Nice. Now I'm going to tell you what, that 37 mile ride felt like 60. My body's still hurting right now because it just wasn't a normal ride. It was through mud. It was water splashing everywhere. It was rain. I mean, salts in my eye. Even my earbuds, I think I broke them. My Apple earbuds, they got water in them. I think I destroyed them. That's why you and I were talking on the phone. They won't even connect up anymore. Yeah. But I made that ride. You know what I mean? Hell, I even went back out today and 16 miles wasn't shit. You know what I mean? But my bike was muddy, everything. And the the feeling of accomplishment after that was just insane. And and it was just that it was that crossroad. There was a Y in the road. And I I had to go left to hit 37. I had to go right to knock out 15. And pouring down rain, I went left. And I remember coming back home and my daughter was like, Dad, it was raining. And I just gave her that look like I'm a fucking cyclist. I mean, what you talking about? You know what I mean? I'm exactly. a cyclist. Yeah. But this is the I shit, shit we for do. breakfast. Yeah, this is <laughs> shit we do. I mean, I run in the the, rain. What are some (laughs) of the things that were going through your head when you hit that crossroad? You know, when you were like, go left and go hard or go right and go easy. What were some of the things you're battling? You stupid motherfucker. You should have went right. (laughs) 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 Especially when I was like 20 miles in and there was just no way of turning back. It's like, why didn't you fucking go right? <laughs> but you know, I start, I start that Marine Corps shit start kicking in. You know, like I'm riding, like yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just, I'm screaming to myself. I, I was tired, I was beat down, and like I said, riding in the mud, it's like, it's like three times harder. It's hard. I mean, it's, it's, it's rough. You, it's not like you're. You I mean, it's the wheels are not moving as fast. Your speed is slowing down, and you're working your ass off. And like I said, the rain, the salts in your eyes. It was, it was a horrible experience. Okay. It wasn't one of those, you mean, stars and rainbows. It was just a great day. It was fucking horrible. It sucked. But you know what? I'll do it again. You mean, if the shit, like, it was raining today when I took off and I just hopped on. My wife said, you're going to ride in the rain again? And I said, yep, I'm fucking cyclist. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing, though. I know in the past, before I came to this realization that I have control over this confidence lever, all by keeping promises to myself. And it's not the promises you keep to others that really affect you. It's the promises you keep to yourself that really have the biggest, greatest impact. Because it's just words to other people. People are used to being lied to. People lie to themselves all the time, right? So it's not, you know, being a man of my word, I don't do those things. You know, that's not my ever my goal. But, you know, when it comes down to it, it, it happens all the time to people, right? So to, to keep a promise to yourself seems like, well, you know, if I say I'm going to be there at six o'clock for the party and I get there by seven, not a big deal, right? But when you say I'm getting up at six o'clock today and I'm going to work out and or I'm going to, you know, start a project at 12 noon, I'm going to be done by four o'clock and I'm going to move hell and high water to get there, whatever it might be that, that target for the day. And you accomplish that on time or earlier, 
man, that bucket just fills up. That confidence bucket just fills just like your bike ride. When you were done, I bet you got off that bike and you're like, I own you, bitch. Right? <laughs> that's, that's the thing. You're like, and if you would have made that right hand turn, you would have came back with your tail between your legs like, yeah, it beat me. You wouldn't have been confident all day long. It's, it's crazy how simple that is. So simple. doesn't have to be complex, but. Or I, or I would have sold myself. I would have sold myself on that was the smartest decision in the world, you know, because it was raining and yep. and you can't be out in the rain. You're going to fucking melt. You know what I mean? Like I would have sold myself on how smart the, the decision that was. So you're right. Yeah. Yeah. But when you go through and you grit and you say, it's like when I'm running and I'm like, all right, oh, you want to go home? Okay, good. We're going right up. I'm going to hill. And the other guy's like on your other show, like, this is going to be fun. Watch this, right? Mm -hmm. And pretty soon you're over the hill, you're over the next hill, and uh, it's all behind you. And you're like, okay, where's the next hill? And there's just something about it when you start challenging yourself and crushing things, you know? And and the biggest thing is, is to ask yourself, you know, are you a person that sets goals and crushes them? Or do you simply fantasize about setting goals and never really achieve them? You know, because if you're letting really yourself dope. down, yeah. you'll never build it. You'll never build that confidence. You can say, well, like I mentioned before, all the goals in the world, you can write out a list every single first of the year, you know, right in January one, write all these goals out, throw them in a drawer and forget about them because they're worthless. Or you take less of them and say, by these dates, this is going to be done. And when you do that, man, does your bucket get full and anything is possible because you've just proven to yourself that nothing is impossible. You know, that's a pretty dope question. I want to see if I can answer this in the words properly and help you guys understand I remember when I started writing my first set of goals. It was actually I was actually at a car dealership and a guy by the name of Ben Macklem, he was uh the manager there. And man, that, that guy was sort of very pivotal in helping change my life. He said something he saw in me. You know what I mean? Like at the time, I didn't really feel great because my business wasn't it wasn't really making money. I was losing money, it was struggling. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, the hell with this brick paver thing. I quit. I'm just going to go. I know how to sell cars. I'm going to go into the car dealership. And I remember going in there. Ben is like, you know, I mean, you got to write these goals down and write your goals. And I'm like, goals? Like, the fuck? Like, I'm broke, bro. Like, goals I'm going to write. You know, so I started writing these goals down, the house, a car, and all this other thing. And I just wrote it down. Like, I, I wasn't even, I didn't even believe that they could even be accomplished. I just wrote them down because Ben said, write them down. You know what I mean? Literally. And I remember one, I was going to have a five bedroom house. I was going to get an SUV for my wife. It was just a little small shit. You know what I mean? You I mean, think about the mindset that I had then. I was going to get um, a car with a sunroof and I was going to have, oh, oh, listen to this. I was going to have a truck with 22 inch rims on this shit. Okay. That's the, like, think about the mindset. So we, you mean, just end up working, life change, end up actually end up getting back into business. But I still had the goals uh, written down somewhere. And next thing you know, we we we're building a house. Okay, we build this. You mean four bedroom house from scratch, brand new. Two months after we build the house, my wife gets a GMC Arcadia. A couple weeks later, I end up with the Audi A6 sunroof, leather seats, and where the big hit was. It was when actually it brought tears to my eyes. I had this Mack truck. We just got this. We had the work truck for the, the F-350. Then we went out and go get this Mack truck that could pull like it was like a flatbed so it could pull the Bobcat and everything. And I remember I used to wash it down and armor all the tires. And I'm armoring the tires, okay, on this Mack truck. Now, no, it's a big-ass Mack truck. The freaking tires is 22.5 inch on the tires. <laughs> and from that yeah, dude, I, I started balling as I was doing it because yeah. from that point on, I realized how powerful 
goals were. And here's where I'm going to get into the real story. I don't mean to, to run too far on. What the other cause effect was is because I believed in my goals for so much, then I started 10xing them. I started doing the Grant Cardone way. I mean, these big ass goals. But what happened was I couldn't figure out how to get them. And my confidence started failing and failing and failing because every single day it seems like I was getting further and further and further from the goals. And it wasn't like I wasn't trying to get them. I did not realize until like a Tony Robbins UPW that those type of goals, you just don't dream up and just happen. You have to now educate yourself and you got to put yourself in a proximity situation around people who are like those people. And you got to grind and build and you got to grit this shit. This is not this little, you know, what I mean, one day kumbaya shit and the world just opens up and you have, you mean, you mean million dollars in the bank and you got all these employees this shit ain't luck you mean you can you can accidentally get rich but it takes education to become wealthy or it takes education to travel the world like you really got to know what the fuck you're doing so i didn't know you had to do all that and i was going through that phase yeah and you you're not the only one i mean we speak to students all the time that have that uh, that type of thing where they think they're gonna just pop into a course and all of a sudden it changes their life and while wow, there are tons of things that that do help and encourage uh, speed and growth because you're condensing decades of education to days and this kind of stuff. That's that's fantastic. But at the end of the day, if you aren't confident, if you don't have confidence, I mean, you you it doesn't matter how good you are at sales scripting or how good you are at business building or how good you are at anything. People aren't going to buy. People buy confidence. At the end of the day, that's what they buy. You can sell all you want, but they buy your confidence. And the more confident you are, think about going to your doctor. If you walk into your doctor and you have a broken arm and guy comes over and he looks really unconfident and he's kind of shaking like almost my first day on the job like I don't know what to do and he's trying to wrap you with gauze or something and you're like I don't trust this guy at all like I don't want him to touch me you know you're obviously going to feel that versus somebody who comes in says sit down okay here's a splint whatever they're going to put on you right they wrap you up whatever they got to do I'm not a doctor point is that confidence goes a long way and you only get that by trusting yourself. And it's not always educated. It's at some of the time that is that is more just that self-confidence like we talked about earlier that you've built within yourself, that you know that you will always solve the problem regardless of the problem. So instead of trying to be the best, say, paver installer, how about you just become the best problem solver in general? Just be the best, most open-minded problem solver. And then whether it's a paver problem or a lighting problem or a flat tire in a car or you know, girlfriend or wife mad at you, like you solve problems is what you do. Just be an amazing problem solver. But, you know, to kind of spin back to the, you know, the confidence side of here, you know, when it comes to setting goals, it's setting them and achieving them or crushing them is the number one goal, right? Of that goal is to make sure that you can, you do that so that you can build the confidence to know whatever you say can be done. Now, what often happens, and especially in businesses, especially early startups, is they, the, the person gets started in the business, they get rolling, and all of a sudden they hit a wall. And they, they get scared because they don't personally know how to solve the problem, right? Every time your business grows, you're going to hit new things, you've, you know, new, new conflicts, new problems, new things you got to fix, new systems you got to put in place. That's just the nature of business. That's the beauty of that journey. But, you know, most get stuck like, oh, crap. They get scared because they don't personally know how to fix it. They don't know what the next step is. They're afraid they're going to make the wrong move. It's going to cost them a lot of money, going to cost them a lot of time. It's going to cost them their ego. Somebody's going to realize that they are imposters at this point, just trying to figure it out, right? As we all are for the most part of our lives, like it or not. The reality is that when you can sit back and say, all right, I want to, if you want to speed up your business and grow and grow your confidence, find a coach, find a mentor, find somebody that's already been there. 
figure out how you can connect with that person, regardless if it's a family member, if it's another business associate, if it's somebody in a totally different industry, it doesn't matter whether you hire a coach or don't, it doesn't matter. What matters is you get somebody in your corner that you can say, look, look, dude, I, I, this is a situation. How would you handle this? That they can guide you through because they've been there before. This way, you don't always have to think that you're going alone, that you're the pioneer, that every single time that something happens, that you feel the stress, you're up at night, you can't sleep, you take it out on your family, you take it out on your kids because you got a short fuse because there's so much pressure, you're afraid you're going to lose it all at any moment. All that disappears when you take some of that responsibility, your first time responsibility in this, and work with somebody who's already been there. So... My suggestion, though, if you want to speed up this confidence side of things, is to find someone to work with. And if you don't know who to work with, that's fine. Just write a list of what attributes a person would be able to help you with or what, the, what skills they would possess. Write it down. Don't put a name on it. Let the universe figure it out. Eventually, that person will be delivered to you or you will find that person that will help you through this. And it might not be the package you expected to show up on the door. So always be open to what that might be because some of the greatest gifts in life just happen. And that's the beautiful part about it. But Go ahead, Dwayne. Let me add to that. And something else, and, and this is where you got to have a little, little bit of, um, you got to make a change a little bit and have some strength in you. Because when you start working with a confident person too, it's, it's, it's truly what you said is correct. Like you gotta, you, if you want to get out of this and break through, you got to start working with people who do it. It's, it is very as simple as a baby learning how to walk. Like a baby just didn't wake up and learn how to motherfucking walk. Like, it took everybody around that community, you mean, pushing them up and moving, moving, getting to move, getting to move. They fall, get back up, fall, get back up. And that's the same way we have to do in life and confidence. But one thing you got to understand, too, and this is this is like a disclaimer. You cannot be in your same mindset and find somebody who's confident and thinking they're going to babysit your ass. OK, that's the other thing. When you find somebody who's confident, who's knocking down doors and and crushing it. They're going to be cool with you and work with you, but they're not going to babysit you. You I mean, so this is where you really have to dig down deep and sort of making changes, too, because these type of confident people, they'll they'll just say two words to you. And you're like, oh, shit, maybe I should change because those two words were direct, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just the way it is. You know, you can't expect this person to pat you on your booty for you mean a simple little task that you thought was cool or something you could research on your own and find out. And this person just, pat- oh, it's OK. No, confident people, man, they fuck, they're kicking down doors, bro. And they, they'll they'll show you, but they don't have time to babysit you. I mean, that's from what I've seen. Yeah, you're absolutely right, dude. Anybody that I've ever worked with, it's the same way. You know, there's a certain expectation in the beginning. There's a little bit of hand holding, but they expect you to get up and walk. And if you can't, you need to move on. That's just what it is. So the real question is how much. Or, or how much value is in this for you? Like, what is what is your why? Why are you doing this? Because if it's not strong enough, you're not going to make it through those those dark days, the days that you just want to give up. And we all have them. We all have them. Yeah. Uh, but you need to have a strong enough why pulling you forward, not pushing you, pulling you forward in order to keep that going. Maybe it's your family. Maybe it's a success. Maybe it's that you want to be in a position where you can be you know, financially free to a certain part in your life. Or it's having a business you can be proud of or beating a competitor. I mean, I, I don't know. Everybody has their own thing. That's not the best thing to do, but it's the same thing. It's, it's what it is. You know what I mean? To, to, to somehow achieve the goal you're going for, you know, it, it's going to take that, that hardened goal of, of being more confident in yourself. Because at the end of the day, guys, it's not the, the goal that we're after, right? We all think it's like, all right, great. I want to make a million dollars this year. Great. So when I make a million dollars, I'll be happy. 
When I, I'll be happy. When I, I'll be happy. If I, I'll be happy. Why are you delaying gratification? You should be grateful that you even have the opportunity to be on that journey because it's not the goal we're after. It is the person we need to become in order to achieve that goal. That's what I get most excited about when I put on like a new goal. I'm like, sweet, I cannot wait to meet myself in a year to look back and say, Josh, we know a year ago, you didn't know how to do this. And now you're absolutely crushing it. It's that journey that is the most valuable part of this entire conversation. That's where the confidence is built, knowing that, you know what, I don't know all the answers right now. I know I want to get from A to B. I don't know how I'm going to get there yet, but it's now my job to surround myself with people that have done this before and figure out what my journey is going to look like and then get out there and work my ass off to get to the spot. And it's not just about me doing all the work. It's about finding people that can be part of my team to get me there so I can get there faster. Because if you only rely on yourself the entire time, that's great. That's really heroic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're going to be wasting a lot of fucking time that you could be dropping down and doing it in months instead of years or weeks instead of years. So think about your timeline and time horizon, what kind of runway you have for this goal to be done and figure out, all right, is this something that has to happen now? Or is this a goal that when I retire at X age, why 65? Why can't it be 45? Why can't it be 35? Why can't it be 50? Whatever the hell the number is for you. Why couldn't it be that? Why couldn't it be? You've got yeah. to become a different person to make that happen. And it's it's all achievable. You just have to become that other person and you have to accept the fact that you aren't good enough now and that you need to become better at something or many things in order to get there. And that's the fun part. It's constantly building. Yeah. Do you Did you watch the, the Matrix, the movie? Long time ago. Do you remember any of it? Mm, not really. I just remember like the slow part when they slowed the bullet down and they went over the guy. That's all I remember. Yeah. I don't remember much about it. So do you remember when uh, they had like Neo and they had to get him up to speed on a little train? They, they hooked him up to like this machine and he just started downloading all these programs into his brain, like Kung Fu and all that stuff. Do you remember mm. that part? I don't. No, I don't. That's how I feel. It's sort of that's how I feel now. Like I understand the level of what needs to happen and all the goals that I wrote down and everything, I understand what it is. And so I understand that I don't have the knowledge yet. So what I'm going through is I'm going through this consumption, this, this knowledge dump, like everywhere I'm going, like, like even you, even you and I on these podcasts, we get to talk about books. I can't figure out what fucking book I read because, and I start bleeding one author into the next author because I'm reading so much and consuming so much information because it's the knowledge that I know I got to get. And here's what gets me too is this I know this now, I've learned it, and I'm seeing the just the catapult that not just the business, I mean, we could take business out of it, just my life in general, just totally fucking catapult. You mean, and I give the credit to just the knowledge, just learning and understanding and reading and reading and reading, constant reading. What what I have a little frustration is when I tell somebody, why don't they do it? I don't, I don't I that's the part I don't understand. Like I'll give a book to somebody who's having some issues in finances. And I told him my stories about finances. Like I've been through it. You know what I mean? So now my finances is turned around and I give it to them and they don't read the book. Like the fuck I don't, I don't like what is it that you don't want it or you don't understand it? Cause I know they want it. Is it that they don't understand that it's, it's knowledge based? What is that? What causes that? I honestly don't know how to put my thumb on that, but I do know that, I have a lot of very confident friends, if you can imagine, right? And when I suggest a book to them, I'm like, dude, you got to read this. Within 15 minutes, max, is downloaded or ordered on Amazon. Done, 
right? And I do the same for others. Like, dude, you got to read this book. This this is right up your alley. You're going to love it. Done. It sits in my stand and it's part of my reading. And it's, if you want to keep, again, building that confidence machine and constantly growing, you need to have access to information, whether it's a podcast like this or whether it's a, a seminar or a book or whatever the hell, YouTube, it doesn't matter. The fact is you just need to, your brain is a machine that constantly wants to keep getting information and solving problems. That's what it does best, right? So by constantly feeding it the right information, you know, not the crap you see on mainstream media, all that bullshit, shut that stuff off. Start feeding your mind good, wholesome information, stuff that's actually going to help you in life, right? And start reading books on business, on communication, on uh, strategy, on negotiations, on all these kinds of things, different topics that interest you. And what you're going to find is as you start reading or listening, however you prefer to get the information, as you start getting more of this into your mind, you're going to start asking more good questions. Like, wait a minute here, I never thought of it from that angle. So if that's the case, what happens if this happens? And next thing you're like, all right, well, there's a book on that. Good. So I'm going to read that book. Okay. That's cool. So if, you know, in a Northern hemisphere, hurricanes spin one way, but as soon as you get past the equator, they spin the opposite way. Why is that? Water does the same thing in the drain. So, you know, I don't understand that. So start reading a book about it. Then you start falling down this rapid hole of ideas. And in life, I find it's most fun to be consistently curious always being curious about how things work. And, and that's how it's, that's my, my journey has always been that way. As soon as I know one thing, I realize how little I know about that one thing. Right. And then I go deeper and deeper into it. And then I want to master anything I put my hands on. I'm like, all right, I'm going to focus on a few musts and then I want to master them. And then I'll move on to something else. Once I have that mastered, because that's, that's just the nature of my beast. I don't take on a billion things and do little bits and pieces. It's either all or nothing. So when it comes down to it, that's how I've been able to build confidence is the fact that I set those goals and I crush them on time or early. And the crazy part is during that journey of crushing that goal, there's a lot of times that the way I had it planned in my head and saw it playing out, it's not at all the way it does turn out, right? You, 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 I'm sure you've seen that, that picture before where people say, okay, you know, here's the trajectory to your goal. It's like A is here and B is here. It's a straight line. You go there and you win. Done, right? And life is everything but that. It is much more of a bowl of spaghetti. I mean, you got your idea where you're going, you know where you want to land, and in the middle, it just happens. And you have to be open to that free flow, knowing what your goal is, keeping totally focused on that must, but knowing and be acceptable, or be accepting of the fact that it's not going to play out the way you expect it to. Don't give up as soon as you say, okay, well, step one is this, and step two is that to get to our, our end goal. And step one and two don't happen, or they get back, they flip backwards, or one happens, the other doesn't. Don't lose sight of that. Just say, okay, cool. What's the next move? Okay, where it's getting us closer. Everything is, again, that's why we live this two millimeter principle where every day is two millimeter growth toward your goals, all goals, spiritually, you know, relationships, your financial goals, your business, your, your health, all of that, right? All of those things are growing each day slowly. So don't be thrown off if you have a goal and you start putting in your mind how you're going to do it and all of a sudden it doesn't work and then you get pissed off and give up on your goal because it didn't follow the path you wanted it to. It's like putting a, you know, I'm on the East Coast, so like putting in, starting in New York and going to San Francisco and saying, you know what, I'm only going to follow the first course and all of a sudden there's, a, there's an accident and it course corrects and goes somewhere else to save you time so you don't sit in traffic and you're like, fuck, I'm not going to San Francisco, sorry. It wasn't the same course I had planned. Didn't It didn't go down this entire road, the one that I wanted to, so I'm just, I'm going back to New York, fuck it, right? That's not how it works. You got to say, look, I don't care if I got to go all the way through Canada to get there. I'm going there and I'm just got to pick up my pace. So you just have to be dead set and knowing that that has to be a goal that you achieve. And that's why with a really strong why to that goal, but making it a must is, is a huge part of that because you're going to get thrown off. I mean, it's, it's inevitable. So expect it, accept it, 
crush it. Yeah. You said um, the book. Funny you, you brought that book. I actually bought both of those books that uh, Reaver talked about last week. While he was on the podcast, I heard him and just pulled him up and just started buying them. I have so many books that I forget I have them shits. Like, I forget I didn't read it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, like I'm piled up. Like, I think you sent one in the mail. My cousin has one. Uh, we have a, a podcast guest, uh, Brian. I have to read his. They're just piling up, and I'm just running through them, like, book after book after book. Like, wow. It's like information overload. But I have to say, though, uh, this is a great podcast. And one of the things, if you're still with us to the end of this, I want to say one of the greatest things that you can do, like after everything Joshua and I had said on confidence, it is that repetitive action every single day. That is, to me, one of the greatest keys. If you can't commit to jumping off buildings, riding your bike 37 miles, running in the cold weather at five degree weather or hanging off bridges and crossing the lakes like Joshua does or it's something I just saw. It was it um, your son is the oldest. He was on like a little uh, rope and he had like a whip and shit like Indiana Jones. I'm like, this yeah. is this zip is line like, and a bull fa- <laughs> like father, like son, like this shit is not going to go far. If you can't do all that, at least do one thing. Just find that one thing that you could do on a daily basis. And once you start winning at that, then check that off and start doing some other things. You I mean, one of the biggest excuses that people had, and this is the greatest excuse, and this is this is what people are going into the graveyard, never accomplishing anything, is they keep saying they don't have enough time in a day. That is the biggest bullshit. And my fact, that is the greatest lie of mankind. I don't have enough time. You have enough time. Put it in your schedule and check it off and you will be successful. Yes, absolutely, dude. I love that the saying that Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, any of those guys, they have the exact same 24 hours you and I have. It's that simple. Look what they've achieved in their life. Look what you've achieved in your life. So everything else is just a, an excuse. That's it. Everybody has 24 hours in a day. So how are you using them? That's the big question. So I would like to wrap up here by saying that if there's number one way to build confidence, and I hope you guys got a lot of great nuggets out of this. This is an awesome conversation. Dwayne, I always love chatting with you. Is to keep the promises that you make to yourself. <laughs> 